Amen. That's a food for thought tonight. Now, last week, I, I started uh, talking about the names of God in the Old Testament. And the first one I started out with was El Shaddai, which means all-sufficient one or Lord God Almighty. Now, El Shaddai is, is first used in Genesis 17.1, El Shaddai. Amen. Now, El Shaddai means all-sufficient one or Lord God Almighty. Genesis 17, verse 1 is where 17, verse 1, you first, that's where you first find it used. Now, tonight we're going to look at uh, another one of the names of God in the Old Testament. And this is El Elyon. El Elyon, which means... God Most High. El is another name that is translated as God and can be used in conjunction with other words to designate various aspects of God's character. Elion literally means Most High and is used both um, throughout all the Old Testament. Throughout the Old Testament, it expresses the extreme sovereignty and majesty of God and his highest when the two words are combined El Elyon the most exalted God and you find this in Psalms 57 verse 2 now uh, other verses that you can um, references to El Elyon uh, uh, is Genesis 14 18 Genesis fourteen nineteen, Genesis fourteen twenty, Genesis fourteen twenty two, Psalms fifty seven two, and Psalms seven eight thirty five. El Elyon, El Elyon means God Most High. Amen. Then then these these names were uh, in the Old Testament. The names for God, some of the names for God. So we have some more, but we're going to do one each each time. Amen. Isn't God good? Isn't he good? Uh, let's pray. Father, thank you for your love, your mercy, your peace, your joy, your faithfulness. Thank you for uh, the service this morning, Lord. And we come back tonight to praise, honor, and magnify, and to worship thee. In spirit and in truth. Have your way tonight, Lord. Just let your divine will be done. God, speak through these lips of clay, Lord. Help me to yield my vessel to you. Anoint me to speak the word of God, only truth. Thank you for victory, Lord. And thank you for your people. In Jesus' name, for the glory of God, amen. Now, you know, Pastor Venner preached a great message this morning, didn't he? He, he? he preached that when we pray then we ought to praise. Pray and praise, right? Amen. Amen. Now, now, and I had that in mind, I, I, and when I went home, <laughs> when I walked in the house, my sweetheart told me, said, the lights just went off about, I think, about 10 minutes ago. And I prayed, and I said, uh, they won't be off long. They'll be on, on in a little while. About 10 to 15 minutes, they came back on. Because I prayed, and then I praised them. I began to thank God for putting them back on. 
So God wants us to exercise that. He wants us to exercise faith. Not just talk about it. He wants us to, to, to do it. Do what he said. Amen. God is good. He's faithful. And he's coming soon. He's coming soon. We can look at the signs of the time, can't we? There's a, there's a song that says the signs of the time are everywhere. And, and, and they're all around us, the signs of the Lord's coming. And uh, the other testimony is uh, we've been praying for brother and sister Larkin, uh, their daughter. I don't know how many years we've been praying that, that she would come home. She, would, she was out there somewhere. They didn't know where she was. She wouldn't contact them or nothing. And uh, uh, you know, I, I continued to pray. I pray. I've been praying in the mornings when I pray for her. I said, God, my prayer was, that, Lord, if she's still alive, send her back home. And uh, we heard that she's back home. Isn't God good? It took some years, you know, but God don't want us to give up. He wants us to pray and, and praise him for the answer. Amen. He really does because God never fails. He never fails. And he wants us to be encouraged. He wants us to, to, to be faithful to him. Now, tonight, we're going to look at a few verses here in the... Uh, the first epistle of John. You know, John wrote, uh, yeah, the first epistle of John. John wrote the Gospel of John. He wrote uh, epistles, one, two, and three, right? And then he wrote Revelation. John, John was, a, an, was an apostle, and he loved God. And he suffered for the name of the Lord, didn't he? He suffered for the name of the Lord because he knew that the suffering returned to joy. In other words, if we endure to the end, what Jesus said, but he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be what? Saved. Saved. This is not our home. Amen. So, so God wants us to be faithful to him. Let's look at a few verses here in, in uh, the first epistle of John. Verses, let's look at, we're going to read verses 1 through 7. Verses 1 through 7. And, and we'll talk about some of these verses tonight, if God permit. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested and we have seen it. They saw Jesus. They walked and talked with Jesus. And bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That's to his son, right? His son manifested God through the, uh, to, to the apostles and to the, and to the world. Really, he manifested himself. That, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. You know, God wants us to be full of the joy of the Lord, doesn't he? He wants to be. God don't want, we're not supposed to be walking around like sad sacks. 
are we? No, we're not. God wants us to be joyful, happy. Isn't that right? Praise the Lord. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. So let, 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 let's look at verse 5. John says, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. There's no darkness in God at all. He's light. That means that God is holy and man is unholy without God. Isn't that right? Without God, without God, man is unholy. Amen. So, so therefore, there's a, a great, there, was a, there was a great canyon uh, between man and God, a deep canyon. So what did, what did it take to bring God and man back together? Now, Job talked about this. What did it take? See, God put, God made Adam and Eve, right? He made Adam first. So how did God make Adam? From the dust of the earth, didn't he? From the dust of the earth, God, he, now God made Adam on the sixth day of creation. The sixth day. Uh, he had done a lot of things, verse, uh, verse, one, verse, uh, Day one, verse two, verse three, on up to the fifth day, he had made a lot of fun about that. Cattle, he made the sun and the moon, the stars, he made the waters, he made the heavens and all these things he made. And on the, on the sixth day of creation, God made man. He made man. So, so let, let's look at Genesis. Let's look at Genesis. One twenty six to thirty one. Genesis one twenty six to thirty one. God made man. Genesis one twenty six to thirty one. And we got it. You're getting there though, right? One twenty six to thirty one. Chapter one verse chapter one verse twenty six to thirty one. Verse two to thirty one. There we got it. Got it, huh? Amen. Just, just right there, right there at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Amen. And the word Genesis means beginning, the beginning, right? All right. 126 to 31. What does it say here? And God said, let us make man, listen to this now, in our image, after our likeness, 
let us have, uh, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. God gave man dominion, great, great authority over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and God made, you know, it's a lot of different birds, species of birds. I've got a book at home. You ought to see the, oh, I, I would say almost maybe thousands of birds, at least hundreds, way up in the hundreds, or maybe thousands, lots of birds. God made them. Amen. And he gave man dominion over the fowl of the earth, over the cattle. Amen. And over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. God gave man dominion over that. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Listen to this. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. Have children. And replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb, herb, Bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, in, in the which is the fruit of a tree, yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, for in there is life. I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. That God did, in verse 31. And God saw everything that he had made. Behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning was the sixth day. Amen. God made man. Now, but God gave man some restrictions here, didn't he? So now you may eat of every tree. It's in the garden, but the tree of knowledge and good and evil don't eat of that tree. The day you eat what? You'll surely die. Isn't that right? Eat of every tree, and that's up. All those trees, all those good trees, and everything had plenty, plenty. But the serpent, the devil, came in. See, any time God does something, the devil is there to try to offset, to hinder, overthrow. He, he, the devil hasn't changed. He's still a liar. Isn't that right? He's, he's still a liar. He's still against God. He's against God. He's against God's people. But he can't win. The devil is, is, is a defeated foe. And why should the devil be concerned? It should be under our feet, shouldn't it? Satan should be under our feet. God, God wants us, to, God want us to, to live holy and pure. And, and, and Jesus talked about Satan. You know what Jesus said? The prince of this world has come what? And have nothing in me. You know, he have nothing in me. He knew he was coming, but he have nothing in, in me. Amen. So that's where it should be with God's people. God wants us to live holy and pure and, and do his will. He wants us to praise him every day.
We need to praise God every day. We need to pray every day. We need to search the scriptures every day. We need to in order to be strong in the Lord. And as Pastor Benjamin said this morning about putting on the whole armor of God, said when you put on Jesus, when you really have to take, on, take Jesus, that is the whole armor. Isn't that right? The Bible said, be filled, to be not drunk with wine where in is excess. But what? Be filled with the Spirit. God wants us to be full of the Spirit of God. He wants us to, to walk in love, walk by faith and not by sight. So, Adam, well, Eve messed up, you know, she, the serpent came to her and, 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 and uh, to, told her about this fruit, you know, and, and, and she looked at it and she took the fruit. And she ate some of the fruit and, and gave it to her husband, which was, Adam was right there. She ate and she gave it to her husband, which was with her. Isn't that something? He's right there. Instead of him, instead of him correcting her, he did not. He knew what God had told him. God had told Adam, don't, don't eat of that tree. Don't eat of it. But the very thing, and that's the same way that the devil will tempt you with exactly what God tells you not to do. He'll bring that to you. So, so, but we have to have courage and strength we have to be rooted and grounded in in the things of god in order to stand in the evil day we're living in the evil day how many of you know it's evil today Isn't that right we live in evil times but the lord is coming after his people but while jesus said occupy till i come isn't that right that means be up and about our father's business be be doing what he told us to do and god god have a A plan for our lives. Isn't that right? They have a plan. He wants us to follow him. All right. Now, man was away from God. Now, Job talked about this in his day. Listen to what Job said. Let's look at Job 9.33. Um, Job, Job 9.33. Amen. Psalms, Job, Psalms, Proverbs. Job come just before Psalms. Job 9.33. Way back there, Job talked about uh, how we're going to get to God, getting to God. He talked about it. 9.33. All right, let's see what does it say here. Job 9.33. Listen what Job said. Neither is there any day man betwixt us that, that might lay his hand upon us both. In other words, Job was talking about somebody that, that was able to, to lay, lay his hands upon man and lay his hands upon God and bring them back together. Reconcile man to God. Amen. And that was the mediator, Jesus Christ. The Bible says there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Job talked about that even way back up. And in Isaiah 55, 8, what did Jesus say? My ways are not your ways. Your ways are my ways. Amen. All right. John tells us that God is light. God is light. God is love. God is life. Amen. First of all, light speaks of the glory, the radiance, and the beauty, and the wonder of God. 
light. All right? Light is self-revealing. Light can be seen. It illuminates the darkness. Isn't that right? Amen. Jesus said, he that followed me shall not walk in darkness, but shall do what? Have the light of life. Amen. Jesus is the light. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he said, I am the light of the world. He that followed me shall not walk in darkness. Light reveals flaws and impurities. Isn't that right? So if you've got, if you've got something that's flawed and impure, light will, will bring it out. We'll let you see what it is. Isn't that right? One minister used to say it this way. Secret sin down here is open scandal in heaven. Our sins are light, are right there before him. Isn't that right? We can't do nothing without God knowing it. Can we? No, we cannot. Because God is light. Light speaks of white purity of God and the, and the stainless holiness of God. God is holy and righteous and just. The light of the sun, and now we, we have a, I, I mentioned how, how God made the sun and moon and all that. Now the light of the sun, it's not on, it don't, not only gives light, it also is a great cleaner. It cleans. Listen to this. Many women put garments out on the, uh, in the sun to, to, to clean it or to get the odor out of it. How many of y'all ever seen women do that? Amen. Women used to do that. And, and, and why, why do women hang clothes out on a line? To dry? It, it dry the clothes, doesn't it? But, 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 but it, it, it helps take the... Huh? Yeah. Yeah, and it, it helps take the odor out. That light, that heat from the light of the sun. Amen. Light speaks of... All right. Hallelujah. Light also guides men. It points out the path. Now listen to that. Now we're talking. Now let's talk about some daylight. Now you know, in physical light. L- look at Luke ten, Luke eleven verses nine through eleven. Jesus talked about light of the day, the light of the day. Uh, Luke eleven verses nine and ten. God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. Amen. And God has made the light of the sun to, to, to guide, you know, to have, so we can see where we're going. <laughs> Isn't that right? Let's look at Luke 11, verses 9 and 10. Listen to what Jesus said. Talking about daylight here now. Luke 11, verses 9 and 10. What did Jesus say? He said, uh, wait a minute, don't tell me I didn't, don't tell me I got that wrong. Luke 11, no, it's John, it's John. I wrote down Luke here, but but it's, it's John. It's the Gospel of John, 11. Well, you have, when you're studying, you have to really check yourself, go over it. You understand? Don't you? You do. I mean, in order to have things uh, right. All right. 
but but I really not remember this because I, I know what word it is. All right. All right, the Gospel of John, John 11, verses 9 and 10. Listen at this. L- listen at this. See, Jesus, Jesus, he didn't, he, in Judea, Judea was the place where they wanted to kill Jesus. So he, he sort of stayed away from that place for a while because they wanted to kill him. He, he, so he sort of stayed, stayed away. Amen. Because it wasn't his time. Right? He couldn't die until his time to die. So he started to stay away from Judea. So, 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 so listen at this. Now, this is referring to really, it's where um, Lazarus had died. Lazarus had died. And, and uh, the disciples said, said to Jesus, said, uh, look at, we look at verse 7. Then said, then after that, they Verse, look at verse 7. Then after that said he to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. Because they hadn't been there for a while. Alright? His disciples said unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee. They want to kill you in Judea. And you want to go back there in Judea? But listen to what Jesus said to him. And goeth thou thither again? Listen to what Jesus said in verse 9. Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? Tell my daylight now. Are there not 12 hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not. Why? Because he seeth the light of the world. You go outside in the daytime, you don't have to stumble if, you, if you're careful in that right. Unless you, if, you, if you're careful, you, can, you know where you're going. Especially if you're familiar with things. If you're familiar with places. It's like me, but... I live down here, you know, in, in uh, Grant Park, and I go I go up to uh, to Sefna a whole lot, up to the public up there, and in different places, and go to Brandon, you know. But and, and I like to drive in the daytime. But I don't like driving at night too much no more. It's much easier for me now in the daytime uh, to drive. Amen. It is for me. And, he, and, and now I drive at night some, but I don't like it no more. It's harder for me to see at night. So I, I, don't, I try not to drive too far at night, but I do go to Brandon sometime and sometime uh, um, the other place up here. Uh, Brandon and uh, up at where you live. What's the name of that place up at where you live? <laughs> see, I know where it is. I go up there sometime, but uh, <laughs> name, names. Names is something else for me. People's names, they're just names of places lots of time. I can't think of them lots of time. I know she lived in Temple Terre. And, and I go up there sometime, but I don't like, I'd rather drive, I think, it up to uh, uh, Safna at night rather than drive to Temple Terre, I think. But I, I do both of them sometimes. But only when I have to. You understand what I'm saying? But I do a lot of driving in the daytime because... One of my jobs at home primarily is to do most of it. I do just about all the shopping. I have maybe about three good jobs. I do, I do most of the shopping, keep the kitchen clean, and get the garbage out. <laughs> That's primarily my job at home. You know, and I try to make sure I do them right, do, do what I got to do. And, but sometimes shopping is it's not easy. Sometimes I go to uh, 
Publix. I go to, um, uh, let's see, what's Winn-Dixit, yeah, Winn-Dixit sometime, and also to uh, Sam's Club. Go there sometime and get some pretty good deals there. Amen. But I, like I say, I'd rather go in the daytime. And, and see, reading why I'd rather go in the daytime is what Jesus said here. Because he seeth the light of the world. Now listen to what he said in verse 10. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbles because there is no light in him. Amen. He can't see where he's going. And, and that also refers to spirit, spiritual light, all right? Because when a man is unsaved, or a woman is unsaved, they don't know whether they're in the world and they're not of God. All right. Twelve hours in a day. And Jesus said it. All right. Light, on, when light's on the horizon, it leads men on to take courage, help them take courage when, when they can see what they're doing and where they're going. All right. It gives them courage to keep moving on. Amen. All right. Verse 5. Still talking about verse 5. This then is the message we have heard of him. All right. Now, the apostles preached the truth, didn't it? It came from God, not from men. The thing, what they preached came from God, not from men. You know, the Apostle Paul, Saul of Tarsus, he got saved after, you know, you know God had, uh, on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost had came and filled them with, filled them with the Spirit of God and all. And, and, uh, and then Apostle Paul fought against the church ignorantly and unbelief. And God knocked him out, you know, knocked him down and stopped him and, 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 and talked to him, didn't he? So for for this, this person, I appeared unto you, what, to make you a minister. I'm going to make you a minister. I'm delivering, thee from, from, I'm, I'm delivering you from the people, but I'm going to send you back to them. I'm going to save you. And he saved Paul and sent him. Well, Paul went to the Jews first, but Paul was an apostle of the Gentiles. Isn't that right? He really was. He was an apostle of the Gentiles. But why is it when Paul went into most cities where there was a synagogue, he would go there and preach in the synagogues? Why? It's because he wanted to see the Jews saved. Isn't that right? Yeah, he really did. That they were his people. And he wanted to see them saved. So he went into the synagogues. That, 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 that was his point of, it was his point of contact. That, that's, why he, that's why he went first. The last time they put him out, last time they would reject him, but he... Paul was a man that he, he, he had hazardous life for the Lord. He'd given up everything to serve God. Isn't that right? He was a very educated man. But when God saved him, all of that Judaism and stuff, he counted as dung that he might gain Christ. Isn't that right? We, we, we got to give up. Isn't that right? We got to give up the world in order to please God. We got to give it up. We cannot serve God. And mammoth. We cannot serve God and man. Isn't that right? We cannot. We gotta, if, if you're a Christian, you got to serve God. You have to serve him and live for him and obey him and let your light shine. And people can see. People can see. I know I, I worked on different jobs, you know, and, and, and people would, 
I know I went on a job before and somebody said, you know, they were trying to get me to do stuff I, I, I know wasn't right and I wouldn't do it. And they just gave them a few days. <laughs> they gave them a few days. <laughs> hey, that's the devil. But God kept me on these different jobs, tempted, you know, by a lot of different ways. But God kept me. And uh, I let my light shine. I did God's will and, and witness to people. They would come out there. While, and see, God gave me a good job. He gave me, but my boss didn't like me. He, he, was a, he said he was a Catholic, but he, he, was a, he, he wasn't a Christian. The devil used him. He, he would just, when we would have different meetings, you know, we'd have meetings at the time. He'd come in, he'd curse just because I was there. Trying to aggravate me. He'd curse, you know. But that's all right. I just kept letting my light shine, you know, and doing the will of God. And, and uh, I got this job uh, and I, at the West Gate. That's why I, that's why I was working. I, uh, for a while, you know, I worked as a rover, you know, in security. I, worked, I walked around and checked things out and all that. But then when I got to West Gate, I had a good job. I had my radio there. I had the AC there. And. And uh, and I could sit down a lot, you know, but my job was to check the trucks in, you know. Trucks would come in, I had to check them, make sure, uh, before they go back to the dock, check them. And when they come out, check them, you know, write it down and kept record, you know. And uh, and God blessed me and helped me and delivered me. And, of course, after I left, they, that, that boss got fired. They fired him. But anyway, he gave me, God let him be a thorn in my flesh, but that's all right. That's all right. It's all right. Amen. God is faithful. We, we serve God and not man. Amen. So, God is light. Listen to this now. In the scripture, light and darkness are very familiar symbols. Isn't that right? Light refers to Biblical truth, while darkness refers to error or falsehood. Is that right? Error. Now, let's, let's look at Psalm 119, verse 105. Psalm 119, verse 105. Now, Psalm 119 is the longest psalm in the Bible, isn't it? Yeah, 176 verses. That's, that's a long psalm. All right. Psalm 119. Verse 105, Let's, we're going to read that verse. 119, verse 105, what does it say? Thy word, talking about God's word now, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Isn't that good? Amen. If we follow God and obey him, we'll please him and we'll help some people get right with God. By letting our light shine. Amen. Now Proverbs 6.23. Let's go to that. Let's go there. Proverbs 6. Psalms. The next one is Proverbs. Proverbs 6.23. What does it say? It says. For the commandment is a lamp. Listen to this. Now talking about God's commandment. For the commandment. Is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. See, God reprove us, doesn't he? God instruct us. If you look, the book of Proverbs is a great book. 
great wisdom, great wisdom in the book of Proverbs, if we'll just take heed to what it says. Amen. All right. John, John 1, 4. You can write this down. John 8, 12. All right. Now, morally, light refers to holiness or purity, while darkness refers to sin or wrongdoing. Romans 13, verse 11. You can write that one down. Romans 13, verse 11 through 14. And 1 Thessalonians 5. Let's look at that verse. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 4 through 7. 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 4 through 7. First Thessalonians 5, verse 4 through 7. Verses 4 through 7, let's see. All right. Listen to what it says. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness. We're talking about darkness and light tonight. We're talking about the light, but then, then we have to go, we talk about darkness also, because darkness and light are just the opposite. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day, that that day should overtake you as a thief. How many of y'all know that? See, the Bible says, uh, the day of the Lord, listen to this. Peter talked about this. Peter said, but the day of the Lord will come. But as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with the great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also and the works of the therein shall be burned up, seeing that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Because we're looking for the coming of the Lord. Isn't that right? We're looking for, we're looking for that day, the coming of the Lord to take us home. This is not our home. I say that a lot, don't I? Because this is not our home. Hallelujah. Where is our home? Where is our home? Heaven is our home. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. Where is Jesus? Where is Jesus? In heaven, isn't he? Isn't that the right hand of the Father? Isn't that right? And he maketh intercessions for us. He's praying for us. Thank God. What did Jesus say to Peter on one occasion? Jesus told Peter, Simon, Simon, Satan desires to have thee that he may sift thee like wheat. But I pray for you that your faith fail not. When thou art converted, what? Strengthen thy brethren. When you're converted, Simon, strengthen your brethren. Jesus prayed for him. Thank God. And he, and, and he got strength, didn't he? Peter stood up, thank God, and preached the word of God. On the day of Pentecost, about 3,000 souls got saved. After he preached the word on the day of Pentecost. And as Pastor Ben would preach this morning about how, how Peter was in jail, you know, and how God delivered him. Saints of God prayed. Thank God they prayed. Hallelujah. They prayed. And, and, and our pastor was exhorting us to pray and to praise. We need to really praise God for the answer. 
Amen. Don't we believe God? Don't we know God can do our thing? Don't we know God can save our loved one? Do we believe that? Are we going to thank, continue to thank God for that? And the answer is on the way. Once we pray and believe God, the answer is on the way. But it's in God's timing. It's in God's timing. He never fails. He never happened. He, never, he cannot fail. He's God. And He's faithful. He's true. He's holy. He's just. He's righteous. He's pure. He's the God of our salvation. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good, saints. Let, let's, let's don't be discouraged tonight, but let's be encouraged. For the message we heard this morning, thank God it, it, it's, it's true. It's true. God will deliver his people. Amen. And God does deliver his people. All right. So, I would, <laughs> 4 through 7. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 4 through 7. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Listen to, listen to what it says about us. Listen what listen what um, Paul said to the Thessalonians talking to us tonight. Ye are all ye are all the children of light. We're the children of light. Why are we the children of light? Why are we? Why are we the children of light? Because God's in us, isn't that right? Amen. Because the Lord is in us. But you're the children of the light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Isn't that right? Do we believe this? We know this, don't we? Therefore, let us not sleep. Listen at this now. As do others. But let us watch and be sober. We, I want us to be sober-minded. Sober. Watch. Be alert. Be on the job. Be praying. Be praising God. And be thankful. And be witnessing as God leads. Being led by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Verse 7. Listen at this, and it talks about it, letting us know something here. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. People that don't know God, they're walking in darkness. That's night, all right? And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. Let's, let's read verse 8. But let us who are of the day, listen at Paul talking here. Let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. You hear what it's saying here? For a helmet and the hope and the hope of salvation. My, my, my. I'm going to read a little bit more here. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus came to bring salvation, didn't he? Yes, he did. And we received that. We that have obeyed him and said, Jesus who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we shall live together with him. In other words, whether we're still awake on earth or whether we're in the graves. Isn't that right? If we're in the grave, that's not going to hinder us. God's going to bring us out of the grave and take us to be with him. Wherefore, listen what he said here. Comfort one another. Comfort, no. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another even as also ye do. Amen. As Pastor Venom said, we need to encourage one another, don't we? We need to strengthen one another and, and, and comfort one another and be a blessing to one another. That's what God has made us to be. We're Christians. We're Christians. All right, I got a little bit more. Let's see what it says here. All right. Listen to this now. The heretics 
claim to be the truly enlightened walking in the real light. But John denies that because they do not recognize their sins. See, a lot of people, they, they, they say they're in the light, but, but they, they're walking in sin. They're deceived by the devil. But if our gospel be hid, what? It's hid to who? Them that are lost. Why? And whom the God of this world, Satan, have blinded their minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto. It's got to be the light of the glorious gospel to shine unto people to, to get them saved. No other way to be saved but through Jesus Christ. Isn't that right? Jesus came to seek and to save the lost, and he's still saving those that return to him by faith and live for him. He's still saving. Isn't that right? He's saving souls. Thank God, thank God, thank God for our loving Father and for our, for our Savior Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He's the Son of God. Hallelujah. And we're his children. And he's coming soon. Amen. God is light, and we're the children of the light. In God, there is no darkness at all. John forcefully affirmed that God is absolutely perfect, and nothing exists in God's character that causes his truth and holiness to that, that in other words he's holy he's holy and true all right and it's nothing that that, that that we can't deny that we can't deny it we that know him we, we cannot deny it all right, I got one more verse of scripture here James 1 17 God is light and in him there is no darkness at all amen None whatsoever. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. Jane one seventeen. what does it say? Let's see what it says here. Jane one seventeen. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And cometh down from the Father of lights. He's the Father of light, isn't it? Come down from the Father light, with whom there is no verbalness, neither shadow of turning. God will, it will never change. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. So, saints of God, Jesus said, if you walk in the light, as he's in the light, you have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. He died a death that no other man can die. He died in our place, didn't he? So we ought to love him. Because he first loved us. He, Jesus loved us enough to hang on that cross. He stayed up there. He could have came down, couldn't he? You better believe he could have. Jesus said, no man take my life. But I lay it down on myself. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it up again. So on the third day, because he told them, he said, uh, destroy this temple. Talking about his body. And then three days, I'm going to raise it up again. The corner-minded people thought he was talking about that, that, that temple out there. Uh, you know, the building. But he was talking about himself, his body. We're the temple of the Holy Ghost. Isn't that right? And the Spirit of God dwell in us. Hallelujah. And God wants us to let our light shine every day because he's light. His light is shining through us. 
He's in us, and His light is shining through us as long as we yield our effort to Him, obey Him, and walk in love. Thank God. Walk in love. Isn't that right? Walk in love. Amen. Love. Hallelujah. God so loved the world He gave His only begotten Son. So, saints of God, be encouraged tonight. And, and, and let's just hang in here and pray and seek God. And, 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 and uh, when we pray, let's begin to praise God more and thank God more. Amen. Praise and Pastor Benham brought out a scripture this morning about, with thanksgiving, you know, how we should give, give thanks unto God and praise Him for deliverance and for salvation. Hallelujah. May God bless you tonight. May God smile upon you and, and give you peace and, and give you joy. Amen. That, that we are, as Pastor Venom said, turn the, the, the frown upside down. Is that way he said it? Which means a smile. Amen. We need, we need to really be full of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, and peace of God. Bless you, my brother. Amen. Let's continue to pray for Brother Doug. You know, he, he's a faithful witness for the Lord. He, he loved God, and, and, and he really worked for the Lord. Let, let's continue to pray for him, that God would, as, as uh, Brother Mike prayed tonight, praying for him. Let's continue to pray for him and believe God. And let's pray for our pastors and pray, and pray one for another. In Jesus' name, amen.